Hello, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham and oh dear, Tottenham never make it easy, do they? Almost out of the uh, uh, Carabao Cup before the second leg has begun, but by the skin of our teeth, not really sure how, we're just about in it. Uh, two great guests who haven't been on here before, so I'm really excited about this. Ankit, who's a Chelsea fan, uh, who's promised to be nice, and Colin, who you'll know, uh, he's been on so many Tottenham streams. How are you doing, guys? I'll start with you, Ankit. Uh, you've got your channel yourself. Uh, it's in the yeah. description. Uh, uh, tell us a bit about it and how are you doing? I imagine fairly happy being that you're the only one on this uh, stream who's in a sure, good mood. Certainly sure. excited. Like, you know, first and foremost, you know, thanks for having uh, Almighty Blue oh, my pleasure. on the channel. I've been following your channel for a while and, and now it's, it's basically high time and this was a great excuse and me in a good mood, like you said. But for <laughs> sure, like, you know, Almighty Blue FC, we are a fan channel for everyone to see. So, Hopefully, you know, anyone watching out there does find some interesting content on my channel as well. Yes, we uh, do previews, reviews of uh, Chelsea matches, but not just that. The entire EPL, the Champions League, and of course, we have some trivia shows. So anyone out there who's interested in trivia, uh, do kind of, you know, uh, message me. You can find me on Almighty Blue FC on Twitter, Instagram. But most importantly, it is basically the time of the season where it matters. And I'm, I'm just glad that Chelsea are coming back to form. Again, touching wood as I'm speaking. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. And Colin, uh, you've been on a load of Spurs channels. First time here. Great to have you on. Uh, you've got your own channel as well. Uh, tell people a little bit about that. Yeah, um, <clears throat> my channel is called Talking Ball, and it it really started uh, during COVID. It's just like a time to get <clears throat> get people together and and just kind of uh, keep from going crazy and talk about the team that we all love. And so I I have a a show. Um, um, that's it's it's just a bunch of guys just basically kind of just talking. But I've recently added another uh, member to the to the talking ball team, uh, my friend Tiago, and he's mm-hmm. he's kind of more in depth and uh, and does some actual like analysis and and transfer stuff. And um, he he's added some substance to the channel, so it's it's no longer just a whole bunch of um you know guys talking nonsense. There's there's actually some substance there as well. Um, I'm currently um, in in the UK, and so. And he's not, obviously. And so we haven't really worked out a great schedule. But if you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, that's my handle there at the bottom. Um, you can, uh, you can, we'll always be posting when the shows are there on Twitter. And then if you just want to also just go to my, my channel and hit the like and uh, subscribe and hit the bell, um, then you'll always be notified. And it's, it's always, it's a good time. It's, it's definitely a very chilled, um, not, not a very, you know, intense show or anything. It's, yeah, it's your, your keep or West Ham is very good fun. I've seen that a few times. Uh, yeah, both Ankit's uh, and Colin's Twitter handles and a, a link to their channels are on the description. So there's no excuse. Uh, but yeah, uh, thanks everybody for watching uh, and who will be watching uh, on this and keep your comments coming in. Uh, please hit the like, please hit the subscribe. It really helps. Uh, and then go into the description, go to Ankits, and then go to Collins, and do exactly the same there. Okay, let's get this out of the way first. I mean, that first half, I'm sure Ankit, you couldn't care less. Uh, Colin, uh, we'll come to you a bit later, and we'll discuss this. But uh, in terms for you, Ankit, I, I'm, did you expect it to be that easy? Obviously, it's not just easy because Tottenham are bad. You were obviously very good. You right from the first whistle, 50-50s, you won them all. You were right on the ball, as was evidenced by Alonso's interception for the first goal. Uh, in a good mood, I assume. You know what? Like uh, it, it was kind of surprising. Firstly, the big surprise was us actually going four at the back. Uh, I'm sure like, it kind of took you know, spoiled by surprise as well. But we were almost forced into it because like 
honestly, like we all know, as it's well documented, Chelsea, unlike some big clubs, uh, you know, haven't been, you know, given the leeway in terms of, you know, missing games or maybe their games getting postponed despite so many COVID cases and injuries. And that's from the day. But the fact that we just had the, you know, handful number of defenders, uh, we had to go for at the back. And in a strange way, that kind of helped us uh, because Alonso, than usual, he ran, he ran more. Otherwise, that's like a free license for anyone on the right-hand side of the opposition. Of course, attacking-wise, he's great, especially against Spurs over the years. But the fact that, you know, at four of the back, he's not played, I think, for over a year. <laughs> so, imagine him playing left-back. So, it was really, really surprising. And then from an opposition point of view, speaking, like, for Spurs and Conte to give, you know, that extra level of respect to Chelsea, as in probably, I know, your champions of Europe and all that. But at the end of the day, you know, we were really uh, not playing with a real first team. I know Spurs also missed a couple of players, but uh, but I think that is where Quantum is a trick for me. Uh, I think Spurs should have gone on the front foot rather than us going on the front foot. And, and that's something that I think he should have taken a chance. I'm assuming, again, it's because of the fact that Spurs, uh, it's been, what, uh, just over a month that Conte has been there. So, mm-hmm. he's still kind of figuring out things. And maybe, like, with the Italian squad that he did in the Euros and all those years ago, we know that he kind of, you know, uh, likes to play play on the break uh, to begin things. And then maybe once he gets his team set up, he kind of attacks and then takes, you know, teams by surprise. And that's the approach that I'm seeing that he's using as Spurs. Uh, but yeah, then honestly speaking, uh, I have to definitely play my own team because uh, despite basically the change of formation, I think uh, the difference was the diamond in midfield. Uh, and then that was again a long time that we've not seen at Chelsea. And uh, I think Saul, <laughs> thanks to Spurs, uh, Saul was reborn basically, as in, or rather wrong, born for the first time at Chelsea because till now he's been missing. So for me, as in Saul and Giorgino, that kind of you know partnership uh, was a main that you know uh, in midfield Spurs couldn't get away and. We kind of controlled things, and that is why I think uh, our forwards could basically, you know, float around, which kind of helped our team. But as in all, all in all, I would say like uh, maybe uh, uh, again, I'm sure like Colin and uh, Chris, you will also put in uh, points. But for me, Tanganga playing on the right with, you know, I think if I'm not wrong, uh, it was Sanchez playing in the middle. Yeah, Sanchez in the middle, Davies. That left. was again. I don't think he's kind of so used to it. So him playing in the in the middle. So I think that was maybe as in Joe Rodon probably would have been a better bet and just Spurs attacking down the wing of Alonso especially I don't know over to you yeah I mean Colin from our point of view I mean I don't even know where to start for me it was the attitude uh Chelsea yeah, came no. out of the blocks full, full pell every 50 50 they wanted it more and that's evidenced by the first goal if your if your attitude isn't bang on that's when you make the mistakes like rolling a ball to Emerson Emerson should have then, but as soon as he saw Alonso coming, grabbed him, chucked him to the floor, taking a yellow. Oh, absolutely. That's what happens when the attitude is wrong. Uh, just got a comment here. How are you doing, Chris? Uh, thanks so much for watching and the comment. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a sad state of affairs as well when Eric Dyer is injured. We could I was going to say that. Um, yes, yes. Well, yeah, how do we I miss mean, Eric Dyer so much? Yeah, I mean, how. Do, uh, the fact that it's only two goals, we'll come to that in a bit, it gives me a little bit of hope. But, I mean, there, there was a point in that first half where Chelsea fans, you could hear on the TV, were saying, stand up if you hate Tottenham. I was so furious, I stood up. And so angry about it. Uh, but your views of the first uh, leg, I mean, they're <laughs> going to be pretty yeah. evident what your views are going to be. Yeah, I, I just feel like maybe... Um... I don't know. So has it been confirmed? Has it been confirmed that Regulon was Regulon was out with a with an injury? 
because well, I, I can't I, really I don't understand. Know, but if, if he has, why is he on the bench? I don't really. Right. I, I, I just feel like maybe I know that Conte is a genius. I know that he's he's done so much. I know that he's a world class manager, but I still think it's okay to question some of his decisions at times. And I think that maybe this lineup, I think he maybe maybe got the lineup a bit wrong. Um, but that's still not an excuse for the players that, that like you said, no. didn't show up really. They didn't, they weren't fighting for it. They weren't, you know, um, I don't know if it was by instruction, but you remember when Kane used to just press from the front? I mean, yeah. we used to, we, used we to have, all used to do it, didn't we? We did. And, and it, it just looked like we, we looked defeated before we had even, you know, mm. really begun. And, uh, after that first goal, especially, you could see heads drop. Um, ben Davis was was trying to to get everyone kind of back together and kind of get everybody to you know just kind of stay 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 together, stay with it. But I mean, the players all just kind of lost it. They, they their heads dropped. You could see it; it was visible, um, and it, it it was it was just ugly. And I, I just want this would have been a game for Lamella, you know? Like that sounds funny to say, <laughs> but like. If, if we're, I just want some fight. I just want them to care as much as we, we, we're just guys, you know, sitting on the couch watching it on TV. And I feel like they don't even care as much as we do sometimes. And it's just, it's yeah. just hard to see. Yeah. I mean, Anke, a question for you here. And I'll, I'll, I'll warn you now, I'm really clutching at straws because this is all we've got. Will Chelsea Vu not winning that first half 4 0 and essentially putting the tie to bed and ending the tie? Because with, with 2 0, we do have a chance. We come out of the traps quickly. I, I, I went to the Arsenal 5-1 uh, semi-final 14 years ago and we came out of that absolutely flying and absolutely battered Arsenal. So if we can do that, it, 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 there's a good chance that we'll get a goal in the first 10 minutes and then it's tie back on. But is there any yeah. any part of you that's <laughs> worried or concerned and thinking you could rue not destroying us in that first half? Because we were completely there for the taking. Uh, honestly, I have to say, you know, yes, I am. I'm slightly concerned. I'm not concerned. I would say that's not the right word. Probably, uh, I'm just kind of a little bit weary, you know, in terms of you know, Conte. It's just the fact that Alec Colin hit the nail on the head. Like we all know that, yeah, he's probably made mistakes in his early part of his first career, as in probably a couple of them only. But he has his tactics right, as in more often than not, and uh, as in you hit the nail as well. Because that the fact that if if Spurs get that early lead in the second, uh, you know, leg. Uh, as in, it's, it's game on for sure. And you're saying four nil. Honestly speaking, we I remember at least there are three. Uh, hey, Tommy, there are at least uh, three voice. chances that we missed. As in, those are like nailed on chances. I mean, Lukaku header was like he should have got it uh, despite whatever he showed mm. to the first fans. He shouldn't have, but the fact is he should have scored. Honestly speaking, uh, and Werner, I know he that was actually a decent attempt at the chip, but I think he should have probably. Gone around the keeper rather, and uh, and of course you know Ziyech had a had a good uh, you know attempt as well. So uh, for me, I think it it four nil is a minimum that I I would have demanded from the team. But again, uh, the only reason as a Chelsea fan I'm kind of still happy because of the fact that it's actually a momentum. Uh, many a time with Chelsea, we kind of once we are in the momentum, we kind of are continuing that, and then the fact that the second leg is you know not very far from now, and and puts me in kind of you know good spirits because. The Liverpool second half, we, we did fantastic, honestly. Like that was one of the performances of the season, as in for any Premier League side, as in I'm sure you would agree, right? But as in the Spurs, again, that first half was fantastic. Second half, we missed chances, but overall, I would say I'm I'm still positive. And uh, yeah, as in uh, hopefully that by the uh, second leg, maybe Kante is uh, fit. I think he is down with COVID. I'm not sure. Technically, ten days will be over, but 
I think uh, he makes a huge difference, right? And then uh, he kind of you know covers for two. So with him being hopefully being back, I, I can see us basically you not know, just kind of you know keeping a clean sheet in the second leg, and that should be good. But of course we'll come to that. But yeah, overall I would say like uh, it, it's about a forward line, right? It's, it's well documented from last couple of years now that we have not been finishing well. And uh, yes, Lukaku has scored. I think that one week break that he himself took was in a way. The reason why we did not score, like you know, if he not got that break, maybe you know, you never know that he would have got that goal. So uh, let's hope he's got some game time and he comes back stronger from a Chelsea perspective. Yeah, let's hope he comes back stronger from a Chelsea perspective in a week. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, how are you doing, Tommy? Uh, I was on your stream yesterday and it's fairly uh, downbeat, very downbeat. Is there any positivity you've? Uh, uh, got this morning after having a sleep on it that it's only 2-0 if we can get an early goal you never know and Chelsea really should have been out of sight by now is there any positivity from you for the second leg? Uh, first of all cheers for having me on Chris uh, no problem. Uh, much Always love man pleasure. we've done a preview before I said if Lukaku started it was going to be bad uh, and uh, <laughs> call him my man call him my man so it's, uh, it's good to be on the show boys uh Second, look, it's 2-0. It's only 2-0. There's no away goals. So away goals would have been a problem because they kept a clean sheet. If you keep a clean mm. sheet at home, it's like a 3-0 win, basically. But without the without the away goals, we're massively in this competition. I was just I was just listening briefly and 4-0, it probably should have been 4-0, especially in the first half. Oh, my yeah. God. Absolutely. We, we were absolutely there for the taking. You Chelsea could have had as many as they uh, wanted, really. So, I mean, we improved in the second half. We improved in the second half. I don't know how we... It, it's not far from our first team either, really, was it? It wasn't really far from our first team. I mean, Reggie, Reggie, the front, the front three, Lucas, Kane, Son, they all played. Skip, Hoybier, they played. Uh, Dyer, <laughs> Dyer and Reggie. I don't think they're going to make that much of a difference. I'm perfectly honest. I think Reggie probably would because he's more attacking. But uh, I don't think Dotti was that bad. He's one of the better players. No, so, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's the issue he's got on that side is he's got no left foot, so he's always tracking back. So you don't really get the, oh, this is dangerous when he gets going forward because you know he's tracking back into trouble. Whereas Reggion has got the, because he's left foot, he can just whip it in first time before anyone gets near him. But yeah, I don't think he did that much wrong, Doherty. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, we've got no other option. I mean, Sessignon's injured, injury prone. Again, That's an understatement. Yeah. Injury prone. Uh, he looked, he's looked okay. Uh, here and there, but um, no, we're still in the game. And look, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium with the home fans in uh, a big rivalry like this. Uh, let's face it, our home form is much, much better than our away form. I mean, Conte only just picked up his mm. first win, and that was a 96 minute winner against Watford. So <laughs> away we are, you know, we are bad away. So at home, only two goals. We can, we can certainly do it. We can certainly do it. Yeah, I mean, uh, are there any positives for you, Tommy? Uh, uh, Colin's just nipped off to eat some fried chicken, apparently. Anyone who's hungry there, you, that, uh, you can blame Colin I'm for on a diet, giving you the I'm on a diet. I'm on a liquid diet here. Come on. <laughs> yeah, so Tommy and Colin have now fallen out. Um, any positives of Tottenham? I thought Skip looked um, fairly good. Uh, uh, they're fairly comfortable. More of them was trying to make stuff happen, but if you haven't got Pete, anyone else who's trying to make stuff happen and keeping up with you, then he, he's not going to beat 10 people. Um, they're the only two positives that I can think of, really. Any more for you or or, or any for you in that first leg? I, I think you've summed it up. I think that's it. I think that's all there is, to be honest with you. Um, the top three were just not... They were not found. 
We lost the centre midfield battle. As good as Skip was, and I like Hoybier too, the lack of creativity, the lack of um, being able to get past players in centre midfield, that's something that's often overlooked. Uh, like, like Moussa Dembele used to do. He used to take players on in centre midfield. Mm. We certainly don't have that with Hoybier and Skip. So you need either that type of player or you need somebody that's deep that can spray the passes. We don't have either in Hoybier and Skip. No. And it was telling. It was telling in that game. Uh, we lost that centre midfield battle. And if you lose the centre midfield battle as badly as that, then you're going to lose the game because everything comes through the centre midfield. We couldn't we couldn't release the top three. We couldn't release our, our Lucas, Son and Kane. So nobody comes out of their head held high. It was, you know, Skip done all right. Lloris, Lloris probably is probably our man in a match. You know, that save against uh, Werner was a good save. That probably kept us in the game. And uh, yeah, Lloris has just been different minerals this season. He's just mm. every game he's been top, top notch. Talking about new signings this month, we need to get Lloris. need to make sure he signs that contract. Mm. We really, really do. So um, yeah, nothing, nothing, nobody can come out with a head held high, really. In that game the other day. Yeah. Well, well, this is a Tottenham stream, so inevitably the January transfer window and transfers will be coming up a bit later. Um, but Anke, in, in terms of what Tommy said there, I completely agree with the Dembele. And what, what you also get with someone who's creative like that is you get someone who's able to put their foot on the ball, dictate the place, pace of the game. So when we had Dembele and Eriksson, they, they were superb, I thought. When a team scored a goal on top, they'd get the ball for five minutes, slow the game down, take sort of sting out of the game. We didn't have that at all. As soon as Chelsea started, it was attack, 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 and we, it, we just couldn't stop that. Um, at home, uh, it'd be slightly different. I expect you to be a bit more conservative, kind of how you were in that second half, trying not to give anything silly away. Uh, is there any anyone in particular you're you're worried about with Tottenham or, or anything yeah. you're slightly worried about? Or do you think it will be too cool? We'll see how it goes for 10, 15 minutes. And then if you're under pressure, then maybe make a change. If not, then we're all right for carrying on with a 2-0 here. Yeah, we have to be careful about the forward line of Tottenham. That's be right. Like, I know yeah, they had an off game and, and probably Tommy's right. In terms of just <coughs> not being there in that first half, especially was kind of surprising to me. Because uh, let's be honest, like this is probably one of your best chances for uh, a trophy. Like you know, coming to semis, uh, you know, it's again you know a big deal. I know, as a matter of fact, I know, and even for us to be honest, like it's been a Man City Cup for years together, right? Uh, so <laughs> it's high time that we you know uh, as an, another club wins it. And and from Tottenham perspective, like what I believe is like yes, midfield is something that you know, hasn't definitely we are missing someone. Like we have, for instance, like uh, we have Kovacic. Yes, in this game he didn't start, but I think. Uh, Saul in this game was was someone who kind of played that role, who was you know driving with the ball as well as you know going for the tackles, and he's he's a good passer of the ball as well, right? So I think that all-round midfielder is something that you know again uh, Saul was born in this game, like I said earlier, but you know that's something that as in, as in Spurs might want to go for the second leg because uh, for me again, like I know that it's been inconsistent, but Ndombele is probably that person, like you know he's not done too bad uh, at at moments in the past. So for me, he's that person who kind of you know brings uh, strength as well as creativity and you know in terms of uh, passing. And he's the he's the kind of all-round midfielder closest to what can be a threat in midfield. But honestly, uh, it's about basically a forward line. And again, if if uh, Mora or Son kind of runs at us, and that's what surprises me even more because I think yeah they didn't have much of the ball, honestly speaking. But whenever they did, they didn't run at us, uh, uh, you know, directly. Especially uh, Lucas Mora, like you know, he's obviously known for it, right? So. With our wing backs, like our wing backs are out for the season. Uh, Reese James and uh, Reese James is mm. almost out for the season, and of course, you know, Ben Chilwell. Yeah, so, 
as in these are two people that and anytime soon i don't see us obviously next week as in i don't see us getting a left back so soon even if you know we get the person will not play so it's probably going to be alonso again so that is still my fear as much as i loved his performance in four at the back i can knowing tokel see uh, us going back to five at the back and we might just go that defensive like in champions league as well like i know it's different competitions altogether but last season we did it against porto we got that you know uh, lead to the lead, lead initially and second leg we just kind of you know managed the game so i fear that we might just do that uh, honestly if you just ask me i would want us to attack in the second leg uh, and that is why i think it's it's basically yeah, the ball is in conte's court really like if he wants to go for the game unlike what he did in, in the first leg i think probably spurs might just fancy the chances because of the fact that you know uh, we don't have those wing backs for pacey and you have basically wingers in saw and you know mora who can really beat and of course uh, i'm pretty sure regular will, will be back in the second leg and he's a you know threat for us for sure yeah yeah uh it's going to be interesting that second leg uh, wayne bonham in the chat how you doing wayne a big uh, um, support of all spurs channels uh Darryl, uh we'll get to this a bit later out on fans crime got coutinho who's never going to come to us with gerard pulling the strings that villa will come to the transfer window in a bit uh colin uh welcome back how was your chicken oh it's it's great <laughs> it's delicious uh like i said i apologize to tommy for um eating savory things while you are on yeah. your um, <laughs> still, water yeah. diet mate well we'll move on we'll move on quickly and then uh, depress everyone by talking about tottenham uh second leg uh we, we, we're gonna have to go for that in a certain extent maybe not right from the start but at some point go for that and the fans i think will be quite crucial in that creating a not hostile atmosphere, but a, a loud atmosphere. Uh, how, how do you see the second leg going, uh, um, Colin? Obviously, Chelsea, I would think, are going to be a bit more... They're not going to be as gung-ho as they were in that first half because no way, they don't yeah. need to be. Uh, if they need to then start doing that, then they'll probably come out a little bit more, certainly if we get a goal and give us something to think about. But uh, do, do you see us going gung-ho from the start? Because I, I see that. I, I, think we, I think we have to, Chris. You yeah. know, I think... Uh, I think... If if we don't get an early goal, it, it's going to be almost impossible to get back into this tie. Um, and it, it's really going to depend on who we've got available. I mean, if we line up like we did, you know, for that for that first leg, it's going to be really tough. I don't really see much of a much of a chance. But we, I don't know, we desperately we desperately desperately need more from our wing backs. I mean, with our with our system so dependent on them, um, I, I just don't know what we're going to do. We. It's sad to say, but we we need Eric Dyer and we need Sergio Regulon back, um, just because they're they're just integral to the way that we play. We don't we, we kind of bypass our midfield in a way and and use the you know the wing backs to to create the chances. And we saw Doherty on the left side, Doherty Doherty on the left side just isn't isn't going to work. Um, that's just not. That's that we we can't do that again. I really hope that I would rather play Brian Hill on the left side um, than than play Doherty there again, just because it was it was it was just ugly. Um, granted, he didn't he didn't look he he didn't look terrible. He, he wasn't our worst player, but I just we just need more from those wide positions. And um, yeah, so if we if, if if we don't get an early goal, I'm I'm really worried, and I think it could be very painful. We could we could end up losing by a lot. Um, but I think you know an early Kane goal, like you said, and, and we're we're right back in it. 
Yeah, I mean, what do you think, Tommy? Because the, the, the biggest thing for me, I no doubt Dyer in terms of uh, not having Sanchez in the middle will help and Veggion, obviously. But the, the biggest thing for me, which I mentioned on your, your stream yesterday, was the attitude. They, it looked like they came out just not really at it at all. Whereas we've got to come out with a bang on attitude. We want this game. We're up for this game. We're going to kill Chelsea. We're going to beat Chelsea. And that kind of mindset rather than whatever the hell the mindset was uh, uh, on Wednesday. Uh, what do you think will be the key for us turning this round, if, if, if we can turn it round? And, and how do you see the game going? I, I was just looking at the fixtures. I was just looking at the fixtures. It seems like Leicester's been added to the to the next few games. And, and that means we've got three games in seven days when we play Chelsea on Wednesday. So we've got an unbelievably tricky few weeks ahead because then we've got Chelsea again for the third time in the league after that. It feels like, it feels like that Christmas period finally. And, and Arsenal as well. Yeah, we've got on, is that the 15th? Is that the 15th? Yeah, of course. Something like that. Yeah. So we've got Chelsea in a, in a Carabao Cup second leg, well, Morecambe Sunday, then Chelsea, Carabao Cup second leg Wednesday. Arsenal Sunday, Leicester Wednesday. Leicester are no mugs. They could get top four. They could they, they, they can get the They have, they have no recognized strikers available though for that match, Tommy. Just so you know, they have they have no recognized strikers available. I know That's that why we don't have any recognized centre backs, so it's a <laughs> fairly even game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, yeah, well, probably... out and then they, their other strikers are uh, well, Ianacho and Daka. Ianacho and Daka are out as well. Jeez. Yep. That is uh, that is an injury. They are injury issues. But um yeah, I mean I mean still them midfield is magnificent. Uh, but but yeah, it's going to be. I, I wanna I wanna. I'm very interested in the lineup we put out now. Seeing as we've got three games in seven days, and of course the North London Dark with that weekend. Yeah. Uh, but obviously Conte Conte hasn't given up, or he wouldn't have made the subs he did in the second half yeah. of, of, of yeah. the game because it was damage limitation, wasn't it? It wasn't um, let's throw everyone on and we could lose four nil. It was we're yeah, really yeah. not going to get That's a goal in that situation. We're really not going to get it going in this situation. So let's just keep it at 2-0 and we'll go again in the second leg. Um, so 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 with that in mind, I do think he's gonna go, I think he's gonna go full strength. And as you say, I don't think it was necessarily that the players weren't up for it. I think first and foremost, that, that we're in no way near good enough. And this was the first mm. quality team we came up against. Uh especially the defensive line, the back line, and lack of creativity in centre midfield. So uh, and you're gonna get found out against the big teams and it was the first real big team at full strength that we've played under Conte. Uh and that's not that's nothing against Conte. That's just the reality of the the squad, the shape this squad is in. Uh you know, he's not a, he's not a miracle man. He's not a miracle man at all. So yeah, it's only 2-0 with the fans behind us as well. They can get the players up for it a little bit more and who knows, coming off um <laughs> I say coming off beating Morecambe, but you know, win to win. <laughs> Hopefully, do you know what? If we lose to Morecambe, then then oh then my we'll god, oh, I, I'm dreading Monday's channel a uh, 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 stream when I'm going to have to put the title as Morecambe are wise to Spurs or something similar like that. I, I can just see something. Then, then dodgy but if we there. do, then there really will have to be a uh, there really will have to be some revenge, and there will have to be a performance against Chelsea, won't there? So it could could bode well if we lose to Morecambe. Uh, but no, um, I don't want that to happen. No, no, no. Yeah, I think with the attitude, do you we think we're going to be weak? Do you think we're going to be weak against Morecambe? We're going to go second string. We'll get on to it. Yeah, but I, I think yeah. we have to be. We have to rest Hoiberg. We have to rest Sun. We have to rest Kane because this this but, second leg is the biggest game of our season by quite a way so far. So that's going to be 
big in terms of what we do against Chelsea, in terms of how rested mm. the players are, because Son looks like he needs a rest massively. Hoiburn looks like Hoiburn he needs a rest massively. as well. So hopefully Dane Scarlett starts, Winksy starts in that in that Morecambe game. I've, I've got a funny feeling we'll keep three or four players, first team players in there, because that's just how Conti operates. Uh, and you can't trust this depth. We lost to Murrah. I don't know if Murrah are much better than Morecambe. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's uh, yeah. Our depth is 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 worrying. But that would have a big part to play against Chelsea at home with the fans behind us. We've got a chance. We've certainly yeah. got a chance. I, 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 I don't if think it can be like the if I was predicting yeah. it. Sorry, but if I was if I was predicting it, I think we, I think we're still going out. I think we're still going out. Well, I, I think if we do go out, it'll be by one goal, and it'll be because of that first half. But if we if we can play with the attitude that we had against Liverpool, I know it was a a, a weakened Liverpool midfield, and we were at home. If we can get that that kind of fire there, we've got a chance. Um, Bankit, coming back to you, uh, all the talk pretty much before was Lukaku. Uh, obviously, yeah. his comments about Roma and everything like that. Uh, firstly, uh, has that changed your opinion on Lukaku as a Chelsea fan? And what did you make of his performance? He obviously missed that header, but he, he bullied Sanchez. And, and I think unless you're maybe Van Dijk, Lukaku's going to bully pretty much every central defender because he's just that strong, certainly yeah. when he wants to play. Uh, but yeah, what, what are your thoughts on Lukaku uh, as a Chelsea fan? And, and, and what did you think of his performance overall? Yeah, I think as of, honestly speaking, like you know, just speaking from the heart, like you know, certainly as in, the jury is out there for me. Um, yeah, yes, I didn't like the fact that he went, you know, without uh, the knowledge of Chelsea to the media and spoke, and that's again, you know, everyone knows that. And yes, he's corrected it. He came out with an apology, and for me, the most important part was to see his intent on the pitch. And like you said, like you know, in the very first few minutes, in fact, like that run that he went on. Uh, yes, he should have passed better uh, in that run as well. I think it was right in the first minute, if I remember right. And, and that kind of, you know, gave it uh, to all the Chelsea fans that, hey, this guy is actually basically going to be trying. And and we saw that towards the end of the game as well. Like, he's not someone that, you know, kind of is, is basically, you know, missing in parts. And he actually was there. Yes, um, in terms of the finishing, uh, maybe you can say, like I said, like, you know, it's been one week that he hasn't played and he's just coming back. And that's why that, you know, that kind of you know, uh, timing wasn't there. And uh, yeah, then there might be people out there who might be saying that okay, he him playing against Conte, and there's some kind of story there as well. But uh, for me, I think he's one of those who would like to get one over their you know former employers in a way. I remember the days when he was at Everton, he scored against us, and then <laughs> for sure he celebrated that goal, and he was up for it, right? As then he is that mm. kind of a character. So I won't be surprised actually even for the second leg again. Like you know, he is one of our key players. And by that time, obviously, you know, it's it's we're having obviously one game this weekend, but I doubt if he'll play that. Uh, again, we're playing what uh, in Chesterfield, uh, and that'll give him enough kind of you know rest to kind of work for that game. So I, I certainly feel that Lukaku performance overall, I would put him like maybe a seven out of ten, uh, if you ask me in terms of the rating. Uh, yes, uh, he he probably should have done a bit better, but I think uh, the just the, the encouragement was the fact that he went for it. From minute one, and that's something that I would love mm. to him, you know, for him to do in second leg. Because, like I said, if you guys get that early goal in second leg, you know, it'll be really nervy. We haven't been great at the back recently. I know as much as we've not conceded uh, in the past few months, but I think last month has been really bad. And uh, I actually would uh, turn the question to you, Chris, and of course uh, Colin and Tommy as well. Like the fact that we were able to, you know, get Conte to change the system in that second half. And the second half, I know that we were kind of sitting back and kind of managing things. But still, in a strange way, it worked better for Tottenham. So, 
is it that the current squad is maybe still getting used to five at the back in in Conte style and and maybe you know as in going four at the back will maybe you know suit your players especially the attackers more yeah, I th I, he had to change something, didn't he? And I think there's an element as well that you sat back a little bit more. You were nowhere near as uh, pressing as you were in that first half. So I think you let us play a little bit more, certainly in that second half, just because keep a clean sheet, keep it at least 2 0, see if we can nick one. Uh, but with Conte's formation, he likes to play with five in the middle, but one of those is creative, and we just don't have anyone like that. So we're kind of, uh, Dan mentioned it on Tommy's um, stream yesterday, Dan Huggins, that he, he's kind of hampered by the fact that. He can't play his preferred system because the personnel that we have, we don't have at the moment. But um, yeah, it would be interesting what, what, what um, system Conte starts with in the second leg. But yeah, uh, Colin, uh, uh, what do you think to uh, Ankit's question there? And <clears throat> I'm sorry, Ankit, can you repeat? Can you repeat the question? Yeah, so I, didn't, I was just wondering about the system because, uh, like, as in Chris also, you know, kind of mentioned that, you know, as in the current person that you have, you don't have that creative extra midfielder, or maybe even, even you know, as in especially Emerson Royal is not that, you know, natural kind of attacking wing back in terms of the quality. So maybe right. just four at the back suits you because you have much more better attackers. So why not use them more upfront, right? No, that I, I definitely see where you're coming from there. And, and to also with what Chris was saying, um, we, we are missing that creative player in the center of the park. But would you would you think maybe is it time to to, to put Winks there? I mean, I, he's the closest thing that we have mm -hmm. to a to a creative to a creative midfielder right now. Um, I know I know that it's not ideal and he's not the ideal player, but I I just think that maybe you know it's needs must at this point and and uh, he he could, he could maybe do a job there. But yeah, I don't know. I was I was sort of expecting to see a four at the back yesterday. I know that Conte doesn't, or not yesterday, you know, two days ago. I'm losing my days, but um, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, I know that that's not Conte's preferred, you know, uh, formation. But I I just thought maybe you know with with the players that we had, uh, it it was very obvious to me that Sanchez looked like he did not know what he was doing. He he did not feel comfortable in that in that central uh, position, and uh, yeah, so. I'm I'm excited to see. Let's just say that I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, it'll it'll all depend on who gets it, who comes back. Uh, if Dyer is is back, if he's you know how long that he's had COVID, how long he tests positive, and and that's all just kind of up in the air. That can you know that can be. But these guys, we got to know too, are getting the absolute best treatment possible. You know what I mean? He's probably all kinds of you know medications and stuff. He should he should be back. I would think. Um, I think it's it's what it's a seven day uh, isolation period. Um, and so, yeah, he theoretically, but then he won't probably have trained and he won't. So yeah, it's, that's all up in the air. Um, but I think that Conte will see that he's got to make some changes. Clearly what we did, you know, in, in the first life didn't work. Um, and, and also Chris, just to touch on the point that you said, you said that in the second half, it didn't seem like Chelsea were, were, mm. you know, pressing as much. They didn't seem to, to be, uh, pushing as hard, but maybe, and I'm I'm just kind of clutching at straws here, but maybe they just tired themselves out. Like I, you know, I'm mm -hmm. I'm hoping that that might just not be you know possible to keep that up for an entire ninety minutes. Um, and I think we we need to take advantage of that too. Um, I think you know maybe <clears throat> maybe we kind of I know we're I know we're we're going to, but we we need to do the thing where we sit back and we try to we try to get them on the break. Um, I, I think that's going to be the only way we do it you know the only way we can get back into this is if we can can nick a goal on the counter and then uh after that maybe chelsea will start to worry and then you know we can we can get ourselves back in but yeah it's it's really going to be dependent on an early goal 
from us. Yeah, yeah. And just a quick message uh, going to the FA Cup. There's no second leg in the FA Cup for third, fourth round, so we have to win against Morecambe, is what Chris has said. We'll get on to the FA Cup in a bit. Um, but yeah, Tommy, uh, what do you think about Conte's uh, system and everything? And in, in terms of your comment there, Colin, about sitting back, uh, that worries me. If, uh, with Lukaku, if you give him the chances like he had, he ain't going to have a second game where he doesn't score. So uh, I think we have to go and take it to them and make them sit back. But yeah, Tommy, uh, uh, Ankit's question there about the formation and, and Conte changing his system. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, was, yeah, I, I think we're we're limited because of the personnel we currently have. That's it's, it's as simple as that, really. Uh, I think maybe Conte wants to go to a three-five-two, but there certainly isn't the personnel to go to three-five-two. Four at the back. I, I, I've heard a little bit of talk about four at the back, but Conte's never played with a four at the back. Mm-hmm. So, and I think I, I said in the summer this team is the, the best we can get out of this team in terms of personnel is to play the three at the back. I think that's the mm-hmm. that works for this team. Yeah, I think we're all but quite surprised at Nuno. Yeah, it still doesn't mean it's great <laughs> because the personnel are weak, but it's it's the best option we have. Now, the, the choice is 3-4-3 three, three or 3-5-2. Three, As I said, maybe he wants to go with 3-5-2 like he did with Inter Milan over the last you know the previous two years, won the Scudetto with them, very successful. Um, but I got a funny feeling he wants to, he's got he's definitely going to stick with the 3-4-3 three, three from now until the end of the season, unless we get three strikers or two strikers in in this uh, window. Um but yeah, maybe three five two next season. Maybe three five two next season. Uh, and and I think Son Son is imp- Son is so key. Son is absolutely key, and he just look he looks so so burnt out. Mm. He looks incredibly burnt out. Same with Hoybier. They they need this rest against. I would be so annoyed if they play against Morecambe because it has no, been. I'd, I'd be annoyed years. even if they're on the bench. Just instruct them to stay at home, sit on the sofa. I'd be furious if it was anything other than that with those two. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I think this system's going to be in play. It has to be. It has to be three four three. Hopefully, we get that creative man in uh, in January. Mm-hmm. Then it will change things. It will change things in the centre midfield. Yeah, yeah I have one, one big point uh, regarding the system because we're talking system. It's something about Spurs and Chelsea, right? As in, I remember when Lampard was there. As in, again, uh, all of a sudden, Lampard who used to always play four three three went three five two under Jose Mourinho. You know, in Spurs, and we beat as in you guys two 0 and then obviously the recent game as well. I think it was September when uh, it was obviously we changed in the second half. We came three five two. So I don't know. As in us again going forward at the back was kind of I think took Spurs by surprise. And that's what I would say mm-hmm. because Conte, trust me, like this guy is a master tactician. As in, he uh, like he put it in the in the I think the presser after the you know the game as well. Like yes, he needs money. He needs signings. But again, we've seen the Italian team that he's had. Right. And even with you know as a limited personnel. I spoke to Tommy the other day. Like he made Alonso and Victor Moses look like basically as in you know Jordi Alba and you know Kafu. Like that's how good you know they were. Uh, really, in mean, 2017 they were fantastic. You know, so trust me. Like you know, given the time, he'll he'll get it going. And it's about us basically change, changing. That maybe you know took uh, Spurs by surprise, and that's why maybe Conte thought let's give 45 minutes, see what they are they are kind of having, and that became kind of you know a bit too negative. Uh, but yeah, as in, uh, I again won't be surprised if the, if in the second leg we go back to a normal formation and maybe you know you'll be better prepared this time. Yeah, it'd be very interesting. That first 15 20 minutes of the second leg is is huge, I'd say. If we can get a goal or, or, or the very, very least, cause uh, uh, it'll be Aspilaqueta, uh, no, uh, uh, Kepa in goal, cause him to make a few good saves, that'll get the fans up and then it will show Chelsea right we're in for a game here. 
if, if 15, 20 minutes go by and we haven't really done anything, it's going to be really tough for us to, to that's change a really, that. That's a really good point that you made, too. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, that's right. I'm forgetting that Kepa doesn't play very often, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised I, I want to just grab take... some pot shots at him, you know, just because Me too. Yeah, like, yeah. he yeah. got I'm, something I'm from Morva, didn't he, across, and we just, that, that, that was after about half hour, you know. Just at first corner that we get, stick it under his box and get, I don't know, Sanchez or, or Tanganga on him, see what he's made of, and we just didn't do anything. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised at that. I was very surprised at that. Yeah, I mean, let's move on from the game and talk about January. I mean, this will take a little while for Tottenham, so we'll start with you, uh, Ankit, because I don't think there's a huge amount that you really need. Uh, you're, you're kind of at the top echelons, just slightly below Man City and Liverpool at the moment. But in terms of uh, what do you think Chelsea need? Do, do you think you'll buy anyone in January and, or sell anyone? And what, what do you think you need in January? Both yeah, buying unfortunately, unfortunately, I think it comes down to the injuries. Uh, as in, uh, yes, uh, on paper, we have a great squad. But like, you know, recent weeks, especially if you watch carefully, like, we have really, as in again, Harvey Vale got some uh, minutes there, but trust me, if we had a full squad, he wouldn't have got. Like, you know, that's what, uh, how big Barkley has not even been seen. Uh, people have forgotten that he's a Chelsea skill. But, <laughs> but honestly, it's basically Ben Chilwell and Reese James who've been, who are kind of, you know, long term injuries. Uh, for me, those are really uh, two pressing elements because we really need our wing backs to work because that, that's maybe one of the reasons why Conte thought going forward at the back makes sense. Because uh, Pulisic at right wing back, as well, let's be honest, like he's he's no wing back. You know, same with Hudson Odoi. Uh, I don't know why you know he keeps playing them there, but anyway, coming back to basically the signings, I'm I'm pretty sure like you know we we are probably going for a wing back. But the problem is now we know Ben Chilwell when he comes back, he's going to be first choice. Like he's been fantastic for us whenever he's played. Uh, you know, and Reese James as in one of the best wing backs in the country. You know that, right? So now. Who's going to come come to us? And knowing that for sure, you know, there'll be second choice. Something like what it is with Kane uh, getting the strike of a Spurs. That it's it's not even like a doubt. Hundred percent sure that that person will be back up to the wing back in future. So the best option would be for us to go for a loan move. There are talks about Luka Dinia, but today I mm. hear again Aston Villa they did something massive in uh, getting Coutinho back all of a sudden. I don't know from where. Suddenly, you know, they are linked to Luca Dini as well. Uh, it, it's more about the, the Mercy side is what, you know, Gerard is kind of, you know, having the connection. So, uh, you know, that's something that I, I can basically see us competing for. Uh, but because, yeah, he might probably get first team minutes in Villa versus Chelsea in future. Uh, I, I would not mind. He, he, he would get first team minutes for you, though, wouldn't he? Because he's a left-sided one and Chilwell's out for the rest of the season. So he'd get... Half a season, and then who knows how, if he plays how, well there, if he forces his way in. Isn't he, isn't he kind of getting on? Like, isn't he like 30? Yeah, he's 30, but I think that that's that's just about right because uh, right now we don't want, like, again, we, we want someone who's ready right now. We don't want someone to kind of bring from abroad. So, and Luca Dina kind of understands the league and he's having that experience as well in terms of the squad. I know he fell out with the Rafa Benitez, but who doesn't? Uh, so, you know, that's that's something that we all know that he's he's probably going to be the right fit. But again, if we have a, com a competing in you know, a club like Villa, uh, I, I, I personally feel that we might just lose out on uh, unless he's kind of looking for the salary, uh, you know, because of the fact that I think uh, maybe even like in these six months, like Alonso, attacking wise is great. So if say Chelsea play against low block teams, I can see Alonso starting over Luca Dino. As much as Luca Dino is great in his assists, I can still see Alonso starting because of having that aerial ability as well. Uh, but maybe, yeah, then maybe bigger teams is where Luca Dina comes in. But again, I think we are also dealing with Jorginho Dest, 
from Barcelona. So he's someone who can, I believe, can play on either wing, can play as an attacker as well. Uh, but if you ask me, I wouldn't want to go for him. Like, yes, he's great. Uh, and of course, it always helps, you know, the business point of view, the US uh, uh, people, you know, kind of coming through. And that certainly helps. I know with Pulisic, it's helped. But uh, for sure, I think we need someone from the league who's been there, done that. So I am kind of disappointed that we didn't get Trippier. Uh, Newcastle have mm. got like what it's a coup, man. As in trying 12 million plus 3 million a year. That's awesome, mm. I think, for a club like Newcastle who have like loads of money. So uh, we probably missed out a trick there. And and it's again time and again that recent transfer window, for some reason, we are not ready when it comes to the first year of the transfer window. Under Jose Mourinho, it was far different. That's something that maybe at the club we need to work on further. Yeah, I mean. I wouldn't have been upset with Trippier in our situation, but I'm not sure he'd have come back with Levy. But uh, we've got some uh, transfer update from Chris Agambar here. Breaking news. There is no update. Uh, haven't, where have we heard that before? Uh, I, I was watching, uh, Colin, uh, uh, we had Tottenham TV earlier this morning. Brian and Ben having a debate. Brian, obviously, there's been no transfer activity. Furious. Ben saying it's only seven days in. Calm down. We've got to give patience. Really good debate it was. Uh, where do you stand on this? And and do you think there'll be any transfer activity? Because I'm adamant, well, was adamant when Conte signed that he's got to have had some kind of, not clause, but kind of conditions in that we, we do stuff in January, you give me the players I want, but then his comments in the last couple of days saying it's up to the board of maybe go. Yeah. Uh, where do you stand on, on will there be transfers and... Are you panic stations at the moment, or are you like Ben, like calm down? It's seven days. It's see, it's 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 a tough it's a tough one because uh, yeah, I want I want to say yeah, be calm. It's it's only seven days, but then um, that becomes oh, it's only twelve days. Oh, it's only been you know what I mean. It, it could easily kind of become one of those things, you know. Um, we we definitely do need some transfers. I mean, and and you know, back back before back before Conte and, and Paratici, we would sometimes see signings just kind of appear, you know, and we wouldn't hear much about it and they would, and they would just show up. Uh, and now we've got, you know, the, the Italian contingent and there's a lot of Italian journalists that, you know, know a lot about the, what's going on in our club. And, and it just scares me that I haven't heard more, you know, I haven't heard more. Uh, it seems like the signings we've been making lately, there's, there's been a lot of noise before they come um, now that we've got Paratici and there just hasn't been much noise. I, I, I keep hearing, you know, uh, Vlahovic, um, but, but lately, I've even seen that that Arsenal are now front runners for him, um, mm. which is which is weird. I'm not sure if I believe it. Um, ben, ben also said about that calm down. That's uh, not by anyone official or anything like that. So maybe just paper talk. But uh, yeah. I think it's fairly safe to say if Arsenal did go and get him, <laughs> there would be a lot of angry people. And Brian, watch out for Brian Tagle. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anybody that thinks we're going to sign Vlahovic is, is bad. Absolutely, man. Mm. Never, ever, ever, ever going to happen. As I said yesterday, I'll uh, get you, you, do yeah. Sam Vlahovic tattoo on my ass if we sign him next. Uh, not if we sign him in 10 years, because that's different. But his, if his next club's Tottenham Hotspur, I'll get Dusan on one bum cheek, Vlahovic on the other. Well, if, if we do that, if you, we do, can I put a request that you don't do a video like Brian Daigle did, but I don't want to see your ass on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you, your channel, your channel demonetized pretty quick, As I, I said, yesterday, yeah. it is a bit, yeah. It, it, it certainly is flabby after Christmas. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, 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 I think it's safe to say that Vlahovic will be moving either in January or the summer where 
remains to be seen. And maybe he's hedging his bets. Right, let's see who's in Champions League come the summer. And I'll try and make a play to go there uh, rather than in January where it's kind of up in the air. But um, yeah, I mean... Coutinho for me was an angry one. Uh, yeah, Darryl mentioned, it, but, but he insane. was always going to go to someone like a Villa because of the Gerard effect there. But for for me, is is he's creative. He can play a pass. He can put his foot on the ball. He can dictate play, which is exactly what we need. And and whether we'd have got him or whether we wouldn't, the fact that we weren't even interested seemingly is is just crazy for the fact that Barcelona are paying. I think half of his wages or something like that and it's an ob- it, it's not an obligation to buy it's an option to buy so if it doesn't work out Villa just cut ties with him so I mean Tommy uh, where do you stand on this transfer stuff and uh, we've got a comment from Dow here um, has anyone seen anything different in the summer and now in windows that have been different to any other I mean Ben does make a good point on we are Tottenham. It's only seven days, but then Colin makes a good point. It's like out of seven days become fourteen, then twenty-one, and then by that time it's the end of the window. Uh, where where we do you draw the line on a certain day? Like right, we have to sort of like be making moves by this day, or is it as long as we sign someone by the end? I don't care if we make the moves on the thirty-first of January, as long as we get them in by the first of uh, February, and. Yeah, well, where do you stand on all this transfer? It's, it's very tricky because we had this over the summer. Wait till the thirty first of wait till the first of September. <laughs> wait till the first of September. Wait yeah. till the first. Not a not a great deal happened. We signed the Galinis and the Emersons, and nobody really knew. Mm-hmm. And uh, Star went back on loan, signed him back on loan. So uh, we waited and waited, and nothing really happened. No great sign, other than Romero. There were no there were no big signings. Romero has been out for two months, and so we still don't know what he's capable of. Um, so, but do you know what Levy's renowned for doing his business very, very late? The last seven days, the last three days, the last two days, in fact, in the January window, very, mm. very late. I'll be very surprised if he does anything in the first two weeks in the window. If I'm perfectly honest, um, should the earlier the better. The, the earlier yeah, the better absolutely. because you get more time to get the players in. It's, it gives them more time. The, the earlier you make any transfer in any window, you know, mm. give them more time to adapt to, to Conte's philosophy and, the, and his new teammates. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we do bring players in. Uh, bring players in, it'll be the last over the last seven days. I mean, I've done a solo stream about two hours ago, uh, just talking transfers. It was a solo stream, um, but unfortunately, I went live the exact point we are talking. Went live, so not many people watched it. Like I'm talking exactly the same time. Uh, so it's a one. Yeah, so it's, it was just a one to eleven of possible signings, and basically, I'm looking at things in this window and the next window because. What Conte said in his interviews this week, uh, you know, the the transfer market, uh, I'm just a coach. I don't have any say in the transfer market in his initial interview. Then after mm. the Chelsea game, he was saying it's not about the transfer market. It's not about the transfer market. Mm. So, um, yeah, I'm convinced. I wanted two or three in. Three would have been nice this January, but I'm convinced it will be one. And I'm convinced that one will probably be Traore. Because <laughs> it's just yeah, it's just coming again and again and again the same. Yeah, that, same that's like story. the only that's the only smoke there's been really. Is, yeah, is. I mean, who, who's the key for you? The key signing for you? I'll, I'll come to Colin first. Like position, Ankit's mentioned with Chelsea there. The fullbacks, obviously, that's because of injuries, not because they need him. If if Reece James and uh, Chilwell are fit, then very possibly Chelsea don't really need anybody. Um, but for for me, it's a creative midfielder. That is the highest priority even higher than getting someone to play alongside Kane or with Kane or give Kane a rest. 
because we look so flat against teams without that creative player. Um, but yeah, what, what's your... So if we only sign a creative player, obviously we want more, but at least we've made strides to improve the team. So I wouldn't be too upset. And then the summer window is where the hopefully the big business comes in. But yeah, I'll start with you, Colin. Um, what, what's your priority this window? Or do you have multiple priorities? I, I almost want to say multiple, but I agree with you uh, wholeheartedly that we need... Uh, some creativity on the pitch. I, I think that without it, we're ha we're forced into playing this weird kind of uh, ugly style of, of football. You know, that's not that's not really a Spurs. You know, it's not it's not what we enjoy watching as fans. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna sneak some wins because we've got a couple world class players. But um, the system would just work so much better with a creative player there. And uh, we've seen, and like I said earlier, we've seen Winks uh, kind of have a little bit of a resurgence and and you know be able to to pull the strings a bit and so maybe that maybe that could we could paper over the cracks by playing him you know for the rest of the season if needed um i i think we really need to sign somebody to compete with uh with emerson i think you know he's he's only 22 uh he doesn't know the league yet very well he's 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 athletic obviously you know he's he's got to build he i think he's going to be a, a really good player for us i do uh, but i just haven't seen a whole lot from him yet and uh, so we, we look like on, on the left side with Sessegnon, with Burge, with Reggie, we, we look pretty good, you know, but on the right, it's just it's just Emerson. And I feel like we could we could really use uh, another player over there. Uh, I mean, and I'm, I'm Doherty, Doherty, but I but I, I don't really count him because he's not. Really <laughs> uh, I, I, I saw rumors that Wolves are interested in him. Take him, please. Because Doherty was, I don't know, he was super at Wolves, right? As an as mm. as English, we told, like, you know, when Spurs signed him, like, we all remember as in that particular, you know, the way that he launched himself in, into Spurs. I thought, okay, this guy is going to be a world beater, but what's gone wrong with him? Like, is it off the field issues or what, what's gone wrong? With him? I, I think it's the fact that Wolves played him as a wing back. <laughs> mm -hmm. We insist on playing him as a full back, which. It's not a million miles away. It's not like going from a goalkeeper to a striker, but it is a different position. And and then confidence goes, and you've got a manager in Jose who I get the feeling with with like Poch, if something goes wrong or a player doesn't uh, uh, fulfil what he should be doing, it's kind of an arm on his shoulder mentality. Whereas Jose, it's <laughs> lining up against the wall and shooting them like, "How dare you! Never talk to me again." And some players can handle that, like you, Ibrahimovic is, John Terry's can handle that. People like Deli Ali, Harry Winks, maybe even Doherty. Football's changed. They're, they're all mollycoddled now and, and almost diva-ish. It, the players like Terry and Ibrahimovic who can just handle being shouted at and screamed at are kind of few and far between. Um, but yeah, uh, in, in terms of the transfer window, Tommy, a good point from Chris Agabar here. No guarantee if we get anyone in January, they'll hit the ground running like more. He wasn't fit injured he had to be get used to the system play Darrells then came and said uh same can be said for the summer uh, and Chris has replied uh in the summer you have pre-season a bit more time yeah, than players exactly. but um exactly so you, you yeah, have I mean, many many much 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 more time and you don't have yeah. games as you're getting ready as uh, well but, but in terms of January it then does send a message like okay we've got a creative player if they can hit the ground running all great if not then Come the summer, they're integrated into the team for six months or whatever. Then they get a full season, uh, pre-season when they should be integrated in. And it creates a bit more competition. Um, but yeah, well, in, in terms of January, what would be your key, key area uh, 
or do you like uh, Colin have multiple areas and do you think Winks could be that creative midfielder to the end of the season and when we focus on something else? There's um, so yeah, many areas. Darrell's also said last time we bought players who got pre-season. But There's yeah, so it's a... many players. We need. <laughs> There's so many players we need. Yeah. We haven't had injuries yet. We've been very, very fortunate with injuries. Mm-hmm. We've just had Romero. Sessegnon doesn't really play anyway. And, and Bergwijn's been out last week or so. We've been very fortunate with injuries. Son, Hoybier, Kane, they've been fit the whole season. It's a matter of time before one of one of them get injured. And Son's backup is Gil, hasn't started a Premier League game. Con, uh, Kane has no backup. And uh, and Hoybier, Hoybier's getting a lot of flack anyway, whether he's fit or not. Yeah, I don't understand uh, that. He, he played every game last season, pretty much every game apart from the final in the Euros, the whole Ericsson situation, the mental fatigue that must have created. And he's played pretty much every game this season as well. And uh, you say Son isn't injured, but the fact that he looks an absolute shadow of himself because he looks absolutely shattered... He's completely ineffective, really, in, in, in large parts of the game. But, um, yeah, I, I, I was talking to Brad. So Kane, Brad Kane, is, Kane is needed. We 100% need a Kane backup. Yeah, because I know mm. Kane's not scoring, even, but he's still offering a lot. He couldn't score against Chelsea because mm. he had to come so deep to get the ball because the mm. other players were not able to, to make the pass that he does. He's, he's an assister now. We know he's an assister mm. because he got the top assist last season. Um, but he also, he, you know, he also got a lot of goals as well. Um, so we need a backup for Kane because it's almost inevitable he'll be out for a month or two because he, he is every season. Do, um, do you think there'll be a scenario potentially that we buy a striker? Maybe not Vlahovic, but let's just say Vlahovic because if Vlahovic you buy, you start Vlahovic and then move Kane back into a number 10. So then we've got our creative player. Kane might not be happy about that because he's not going to like to score as many goals. Don't change do Conte plays in number 10s. I think the problem is Conte's never played with number 10s. Even when he signed a number 10 in Ericsson, he made him a centre mid as part of a three. So I don't think he really plays with number 10. Um, so it, it's going to be it's going to be tricky in that sense. But um, yeah, uh, but it's, it's, I think it's important to get a backup if Kane's injured and to give him competition, maybe build up his game with competition. We talk about Son and Hoybier, uh playing week in, week out. What about Kane? Nobody <laughs> ever talks about Kane. Playing week in, week out, week in. He needs a rest. He needs a rest. We think he's this uh, godlike figure, sublime being. And he is. He's a great player, but he's human. He is human at the end of the day. So we need that competition. We need to give him a rest. So a backup striker is essential. Is absolutely essential. And a creative centre midfielder. Creative centre midfielder and a backup striker. Um, the, the problem with centre midfield is we have a lot of centre midfielders. We still have Endombele, we still have Lo Celso, we still have Deli Ali. Do you see so, them going or do you think I, they'll still be here come so. the 1st of February? I bloody hope so because if we don't get rid of them, we're not bringing anyone in. He only got a 25-man squad. So, yeah, Deli Ali's got to go. Deli Ali's got to go. Definitely. Either loan out Lo Celso or Endombele and that'll create the space in the team. Get another centre mid, get another striker. They're the two. They're the two main ones. Center Can I ask you, what do you, what do you think we'll get? What do you think we could get for Deli? Like money wise, I was gonna guess. I, think, I was gonna guess ten to fifteen. But I think he's getting I'm, to that I'm, stage now. Honestly, Colin, I think he's getting to that stage now where you're talking fifteen million pounds. Of uh, yeah. crazy four years ago, but I, I think it was twenty-seven million last month when Newcastle were interested. He's not done a great deal since, so he's probably half of that fifteen million. Newcastle looked like they're in for every Tom, Dick, and Harry, so they don't need to get Delhi Alley. I hope he goes. I really, really hope he goes. And I hope he goes permanently. I think he, I've got a funny feeling he will. 
Um, and I, I, I have a feeling. And I have a feeling he'll actually kind of reignite his career, which is fine. You know, I, I hope he does. I, I, I just, it's just not. I hope he does. Work he, he, yeah, I hope he does, but not against us or really in this league. <laughs> you can do it abroad. You can do it abroad. But, yeah, um, no kidding. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, but Lucelso, loan him out. Keep Ndombele, see what you can do because the guy's, you know, supremely talented. So just give him another six months. Uh, see if Conte can do anything with him. Lucelso will have takers. He definitely will have takers. Italy, Spain, you know, he will certainly have players that are interested in him. Yeah, 20 out, million uh, is what uh, Chris thinks. Yeah, 20 million is what he thinks. And then, you know, in the summer, we're definitely going to need two centre-backs and a right wing-back. But we could sell Rodon this month, which means we're going to have to get another centre-back in as well. So a, a lot What's is dependent that? on who we get out. It's so much is dependent on who we get out. Mm. Tanganga could go out on loan. We could, so we might need two centre-backs. There's so much is dependent on on uh, who, who we get out first. It really is. The Rodon situation is so weird like, to me. Yeah. Like Tommy for putting like Loselso and I think uh, you know Joe Rodon for me. I I really thought that they will be you know coming up the ranks and you know really doing the big thing in Tottenham. I know they've not been consistent enough, but Loselso, I think Jose Mourinho kind of had a liking for Loselso. For some reason he's kind of fallen out. I don't know what the reason. And uh, Rodon again, like you know, I think at the Euros, I think he really showed a lot of promise. So uh, maybe I mean just giving them more game time probably is the option to go because yes uh, maybe Los Celso will get in takers but probably he's the most creative out there no for the midfielder that you have as in right now so it's kind of surprising uh, because I think after I know Lamela did not really play exactly the same role but whenever he came on he did something different and maybe Los Celso is that kind of player and I think uh, Tommy also makes a great point about uh, number tens maybe that's the reason because uh, Conte I remember under uh, when he was Chelsea. Oscar was someone that he, you know, uh, found himself way, way out, right? He was brilliant for us under Jose Mourinho because he's more like a hard worker who has that quality as well. But Conte was more, more like, okay, he really needs those hardworking midfielders only in the midfield and then probably goes up top with uh, maybe two. And that's his actual preferred way, Lotaro Martinez and Lukaku we saw. So again, uh, I actually, uh, if I was first, I would really want as in Spurs to get a striker proper. I know Son has been fantastic, but I think it doesn't harm, right? Going 3-5-2 and maybe, you know, that's something that maybe uh, will also give that extra striker more motivation to start more minutes. Maybe, you know, just putting it out there. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, the creative player is number one and then a striker is number two priority. But um, I'll, we'll move on from transfers because there'll, there'll be hundreds of Spurs streams from now until the end of January talking about transfers. But let's... Uh, Move on to FA Cup. Uh, we've kind of already talked about this, but uh, I don't have a, a, a banner for uh, Chelsea's game. Is it Chesterfield you've got? It's Chesterfield, yes. Yeah, so do, do you think your best player's there? Because we're obviously talking here as a Spurs stream that this semi-final is a massive game. We haven't won a trophy in how many years. Yeah. But for Chelsea, I, I, I get the feeling that if you don't win a trophy in a season... It's a failure of a season, and, and and if you don't, if you win the FA Cup or League Cup, but don't win the league or the Champions League, it's probably a failure as well. So, it, it's a huge game for Chelsea as well. So, do you see wholesale changes, resting, so that players are the the, the the team essentially that played on Wednesday are fully fit for the second leg, or do you think yeah. he'll uh, half and half? Well, uh, I think I think it's more like uh, right now it's, it's a it's, it's a case of about us just having you know maybe what 15, 17 players uh, fit. 
but for this game in particular i i would like to see some youngsters from the academy come up because yes uh, at the end of the day we have lost to fa cup finals back to back and that doesn't kind of sound right at all being chelsea trust me but uh, you're right and if we don't get those you know uh, maybe i would say two two trophies uh, if it's not one of the big trophies uh, and that's what you know the normal benchmark is uh, but yeah as in we are playing what chesterfield I'm not wrong. They are what in fifth division, technically speaking, right now. Uh, I might be wrong, but yeah, I think I, that's what I remember. This this is a fantastic opportunity to go again four at the back because we've not done that at all, you know, until the Spurs game. So for me, again, just in preparation to the Spurs game, in a way, it's more about uh, just a mentality about us having you know different systems and how do, how we adapt to it. With certain players who are there for the Spurs game, who would play Spurs game, I can see them kind of playing like for example Saul. He's not got a lot of minutes, so I would like to see him. Then again, uh, uh, yes, at the back again, we've had a lot of injuries. Thiago Silva obviously you know is out with COVID, so that kind of you know uh, gives an opportunity to Malang Sar. I think Malang Sar, honestly, uh, you know he's been kind of underrated because he's come for very important games this season. He's played against Brentford that game. That I'm sure many of you remember that you know where Mendy was a hero, but Malang Sar had a fantastic game uh, away to Brentford. And uh, now, obviously, obviously against Spurs. So for me, Malang Sar and uh, Saul are two players that I would really like to see. Apart from that, it's more like the Harvey Wales and and the academy players who really you know uh, come up the ranks. Uh, them and maybe as in uh, people who are just coming back, maybe from injury, like Werner is just coming back. I know that you know he kind of kind of comes back. So yes, uh, it kind of becomes a mix of the two. Like you said, Chris, because it's more about us not having a lot of players and people coming from injury. But at the end of the day. Uh, we've got those matches. I remember because Bradford City was it <laughs> again, and Jose Mourinho. Uh, we've had those kind of you know moments as well in the FA Cup. So I wouldn't take any team lightly, and, and uh, in a way, it's a blessing in disguise. But the system is more that I, I would like uh, Tuchel to experiment in. Yeah, I, I think you, you mentioned Conte is brilliantly tactical. I think Tuchel is on par as well. I think he's a superb manager. Um, but Colin, uh, for us, uh, uh, is it away to Morecambe or home to Morecambe? Morecambe, I'm not sure. Because if it's away, that could be tricky because they'll be bang up for it. If it's at home, yeah, home. I think it's at home. Yeah, you'd expect us to go through comfortably, but it doesn't always happen like that. And if we no, have this bad attitude actually... that we've already won this game, that's when upsets happen. But in terms of uh, the team, would you be making wholesale changes, half and half, like Tommy mentioned, or or I probably probably or half, half, but I'm I'm afraid. I this is going to sound terrible, but I don't I don't trust uh, Dane Scarlett to to lead the line. Um, so that that puts us in a predicament because, like Tommy said, Kane can't play every game. But I, I sort of feel like I sort of feel like we need him. I don't feel like he and Dane are so different in their play styles. Um, you know, Scarlett doesn't have that hold up play. He doesn't have you know the ability to pick a pass like Kane does. Um, he's he's just more you know he 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 likes to get in behind a little bit more. It seems like to me like, but we 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 will have to adjust the team to to play like that to 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 get the best out of him. And I I just don't. I, I really don't see a way for us to not play Kane in this game, and that's uh, not for the whole game though. Maybe the last half hour you're talking about, but even then, I'd be furious at that. We, we shouldn't yeah, need but him. I, but I, but, but but man, I think we do. Unfortunately, just because of the state that the team's in right now, and uh, we're we're all desperate for trophies. The players, the fans, you know, everybody, and so we we can't we can't go out of this. And uh, the last thing we want is for it to go to penalties, you know, because that's, <laughs> we know how we know how that goes. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, ugh, ugh. I don't, I don't really know, man. Um, it's clear to me, Sonny needs a rest. 
Um, Hoiberg needs a rest. And I, I think you were saying that you don't really understand the flack that uh, Pierre's getting. And uh, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think it's just because he was such a rock and he, he did so yeah. well for us before that any drop-off in form, people are going to be, you know. Yeah. I think if you're tired, naturally you drop off to a certain extent. I think he's absolutely knackered and mentally as well. Must be so drained from the Ericsson uh, uh, situation as well as playing. He must have played about 50 games last year. Yeah. No, you're you're 100 right, and he he's he's a leader. He's I mean he's he's good to have out there just for that quality alone for for mm-hmm. his ability to. Man, I wish he could have uh, helped get everybody's heads up a little bit after that first after that first own goal because uh, we really we really just our heads dropped you know in that Chelsea match. So it's Morecambe. I mean, what I don't even I don't know anything about them. What what division <laughs> what division are they in? What they're how, in league how one. They're, they're, they're in League One. They're no, they're no mugs, but at home, if it was away from home, I'd be worried, certainly, if we don't have the right attitude. At home, we should be okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, how, how do you see it, Tommy, in terms of formation? Half and half, full reserve team, which uh, hasn't really served us too well in Europe uh, so far this season. Uh, big hitters on the bench with a, a reserve team out. Or how, how, what do you see him going with? It's really, but I think I have to look at what I want and what I think. What what I want is I want to win a trophy, and it looks like we're out of the Carabao Cup. Uh, to be honest with you, we're out of the Conference League. We're not winning the Premier League, uh, so FA Cup might be our only avenue. So with that in mind, you don't want to risk having an upset. And at home is actually sort of it can be more problematic playing against these weaker sides because the fans will get on your back if you're not if you're not uh if you haven't got to go, going to go up within 20 minutes they can really get on your back the home fans stop you know booing their own team gets this level of opposition uh but th- there are only two divisions below us i thought they were in league two but i mean literally up their their bottom half they're 19th so they're they're like just outside the relegation zone out of 24 so they're not doing and they concede a lot of goals which is perfect for us against the teams that are sort of uh solid and nil nil one one even if they're losing a lot but they're losing two one then uh that that can be trouble but as soon as soon as they have a trouble troublesome defense then we should be okay mm. we really should be okay um so i i think he'll go half and half i do think he'll put some first team players out i really do but not uh, not hoiberg not son not kane they need resting i think Hoybier, no and, chance i, I don't think hoiberg going to play no way and i slightly disagree with you as well with it with wednesday uh, you know eternally optimistic which is my downfall because then it's an even bigger kick in the teeth when we lose but I, I don't think we're out of it at all like i say if we go out like a no, train, no, get I, think goal, che- I mean if you was think... a betting man if you was a betting oh yeah man, the, oh yeah if you chelsea are by far the favorites because they've got a two nil lead and fairly uh solid but i think if we can have one of these uh you know famous tottenham hotspur evening nights and and things then and come out like we did against Arsenal 14 years ago, we can cause uh, Chelsea problems. But but the reality yeah. is, if we, as you said, be the favourites to go out, uh, overwhelming favourites, I'd say against Chelsea. So then that. But maybe that maybe that will benefit us. Yeah. Do, 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 do you think as well? Uh, this is yeah. something I wanted to ask Brian Daigle, but he's uh, presumably not around. Uh, <laughs> do you think if we did somehow manage to turn it round, that's a bad thing for January because Levy can then say, well, you can compete with the top teams with what you got. Yeah, this is a problem. This is always 
always the problem. You're almost wishing your own team does badly in January. Chris Agambar is sharing your negativity. We're out of the se- we're not out of the second leg until the whistle at the start of the match. Oh, we're definitely we're definitely not out of this. I, I think yeah, two nil, two nil, two nil. We've we've got a chance. But if we if we mess about in Chelsea game, if we lose, which we'll, we'll probably do, if I was a betting man, as I said. Um, then and we have some sort of upset against Morecambe. That's it. It's our season done, pretty much, isn't it? Another mm-hmm. season of stroke, another another season without trophy. So and it can happen. We lost to Colchester in League Two. Uh, they're in League Two. They took us out. So yeah. um, it it can. That happen. was away from home. That was away from home, though. I think at home we should be okay. And hopefully Morecambe, being that they can see some the goals, the occasion might get the better of them in a huge, huge stadium. But but sometimes those players get really. Sometimes those players get really excited to play in the huge stadium. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, this is like their. This is one of the biggest games of their season, and and so. Yeah. So there's no I mean, replays, Chris. It's not a second. You don't get second legs in FA Cup anyway. Yeah, I think that's replays. what Chris Atkinson meant. No replays. No replays. So I think yes, it, not, it, it must go to extra time and then penalties, or, or maybe just straight to penalties. I'm not really sure, but. Ugh, I think if we draw, if we they could get. They, do you know what? Morecambe can nick a draw in normal time, and then we will be shitting ourselves in the, in the <laughs> yep. extra time, would we? And the fact, especially, we, especially, we hey, especially if we got a back line of like. It'll be it'll be flashbacks to Zagreb and Mura, won't I mean, it? Yeah, I mean, it is amazing how far we've fallen. You know, four years ago under Prime Poch, you know, we can beat anybody, and now we're worried about Morecambe because of just how far we've fallen. And hey, how, to be fair, I, I would have been how, worried about Morecambe with Poch too, just because those teams are they're kind of unknowns. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's anything playing these 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 lower league teams is is actually kind of frightening, just because, like I said, these guys get so up for it. You know what I mean? They they've They've got a lot to prove. They, you know, it, it's it's a big occasion. I don't know. It's, it's it just kind of scares me. I, I would be scared under Poch still. I mean, I can, yeah. see why we, I, I can see why. I can see why we might play Kane and some of the first team players. That's basically what I'm getting at. I can, I can yeah. certainly see why under Conte. And he likes yeah. to, he doesn't like to put all the second team in. So and he doesn't like to lose and look stupid. And so so you know what I mean. I don't think he'll. Uh, I don't think he'll risk. That he's, he's hasn't got these troubles, has he? Uh, not winning a trophy. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Are, are you worried about an upset and kit against Chesterfield? Are you, I don't know if you're away from home or at home, but are you worried about an upset or are you fairly comfortable? Oh, you're at home, you'll win that easy. Yeah, but you know what, Arun, uh, it's interesting about basically not having replays and having extra time and penalties so because, yes, uh, you know, we all know that, you know, as in, uh, like, you know, Colin said about them having that big day, uh, for them, it's basically, you know, World Cup final, right? And a lot of them, especially, yeah, you know, folks in the fourth, fifth division. So I can certainly see us, you know, basically, you know, having playing against low block, you know, which we haven't done so well. But again, you know, uh, knowing Chelsea recently, as in, if, if the team kind of comes at us, it's something that we don't expect and that we can be taken by surprise. So, you know, that, that way as well is something that I can see us conceding because we might play some youngsters as well. But uh, it's interesting about, you know, you guys spoke about, uh, you know, if in case uh, you win, then maybe, you know, Danny Levy says that, okay, it's, it's basically working for you. For me, honestly speaking, uh, even in second leg, uh, you know, if you win or not, like, uh, I think Tommy kind of, you know, uh, referred to that as well. I think the priority, yes, uh, you, things have to settle and containing should basically get the best out of the team uh, from a Spurs perspective. But Come on, uh, as a sports fan, I'm pretty sure like you know the priority should be winning a trophy no matter what. Like you know, and it's it's again not every season that uh, again no disrespect here, but it's not every season that you're going to get to the semis of uh, Carabao Cup as well, mm-hmm. right? As in uh, yes, last season as well you had a chance, and if not for Danny Levy and maybe not sacking <laughs> Jose Mourinho, who knew, right? You no, know? so those kind of things is something that 
maybe it'll be too late maybe two years down the line to kind of figure that out so for me uh, whatever happens i think uh, i think first should go for that win irrespective mm-hmm. of whether conte gets players or not because i think like i said earlier conte will get the team going yes he has to be kept happy that's very important and one of the ways is by getting him signings but i think if the team wins we all know that he'd be happy as well like you know so uh, it kind of is, is a double edged sword but i i rather have if i was spurs fan you know for spurs to kind of win and of course as a chelsea fan and no way that i would like that but yeah just putting <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely don't think we're out of it, but it depends on what happens in that first 15 minutes and the attitude that we have in that first 15, 20 minutes. And for as much as for Morecambe, it all comes down to attitude for me. We're, we're obviously better than Morecambe because of the, the, um, uh, the leagues that we're in, but it comes down to attitude. If we have a bad attitude, Morecambe are up for it, like Colin uh, quite rightly says, uh, a, a lot of teams will be, we'll have issues. Uh, but yeah, and, and Colin's noticed that he's wearing the same colours as the dreams. I, I just blend in. I just look like a floating head. Uh, uh, now that now that I've, now that you said it, all I can so see bad. is a, all I can see is a face and headphones. I didn't notice that before, but yeah, now yeah. you said it. But... I thought yeah. I was like, oh god, whoops, oh, oh well. Um, but yeah, we've pretty much reached the end. There's not we can talk about transfers and the second leg all all, all day, uh, but we're just could be going over uh, kind of ground. Um, but yeah, it's been great talking to you all. Tommy who's a regular on here, or semi-regular, and Ankit and Colin, first time on here, been great. I've spoken to Colin a lot anywhere on other streams. Uh, but before we go, Ankit, uh, all, all, all four of us here have a channel, so uh, hit like, hit subscribe here, and then go into the description, go on Ankit's, Tommy's, and Colin's. Uh, but for anyone who doesn't want to do that and can't be bothered to go into the description, Ankit, uh, tell us a bit about your channel. Absolutely. Again, you know, thanks for having me. Of course, it's the first time. Oh, no problem. We'll have, yeah, we'll have a lot more discussion, especially this month. And, you know, as in seasons beyond, right? For sure. As in Tommy knows that, you know, I, I love kind of you know, discussing football, beat anyone. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, uh, certainly, as in people watching, first of all, do smash that like and subscribe to Chris's channel. As in, you know, uh, I, I watch him a lot. It's just that we haven't, you know, kind of got together you know, on the same platform. Hopefully, we do a lot more. But about all my FC, like I said earlier, it's basically a fan channel for everyone to see. Uh, yes, uh, definitely. I am a Chelsea fan. If there's a secret, you know, it's not a secret anymore, <laughs> for sure. But uh, that doesn't mean I don't like other clubs. We kind of respect all the clubs, and we have a lot of other panel, uh, you know, on our channel as well. Tommy has been a couple of times. Hopefully, Chris and Colin do as well in the future. And uh, yes, we have some trivia shows going, uh, so everyone is welcome. And uh, looking forward to the season. That's what I can say. And looking forward, obviously, as a Chelsea fan. Uh, and generally as well for the Champions League to come back next month and that's something that we would cover for sure. Excellent. Yeah, uh, Make sure you hit uh, uh, Ankit's channel, hit the like, hit subscribe on his videos. Tommy, uh, people should know by now, but if people don't know, uh, tell us a bit about your channel and where people can find it. Uh, first, thanks for having me on, and and before oh, you, know, you like to subscribe to anyone, make sure you make sure you hit that like for this channel and, and subscribe if you, if it's like your first time watching or anything. Make sure you hit that sub. Everything's it's all free. The same with same with Ankit's channel. One of the more unbiased Chelsea fans. So uh, <laughs> so certainly get over there, give him a sub, uh, and talking ball. Currently stuck in a hotel, but he's he's doing loads of stuff. When you get back to the states. You and Tiago, new co-host. So, so yeah, make sure you get over to them and um, and and meet Tommy Talks Ball. I released something this morning. I said earlier. So, if you've got time, check out the transfer show. Um, yeah, my my Twitter handle and YouTube name, both Tommy Talks Ball. 
So uh, yeah, if you could get over and watch that, if you if you enjoy transfer discussion, it'd be fantastic. I said nobody watched it earlier because we are Tottenham, wrong. <laughs> so it would be so it would be so that would be that would be helpful. I'm starting to stream a lot more now. I didn't do much over December for numerous reasons, but I'm I'm, I'm starting to stream five six times a week now. So that'd be uh, great if you could. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. But yeah, definitely get over to Tommy Talks Ball, hit like, hit subscribe there. Last but no means least, Colin, uh, like Tommy's mentioned there, probably not a lot happening at the moment being stuck in a hotel. But uh, tell us a bit about your channel and where people can find that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the channel's called Talking Ball. It's just, you know, obviously kind of a play on Cock and Ball, Spurs. Um, and and yeah it started out and still is kind of just a place for everybody just to get together almost like you're you know at a pub just just hanging with your pals um talking talking about your team and uh and like tommy mentioned got got a new co-host tiago who adds a little bit of structure to things and and uh some direction it's actually a more 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 of a football channel now instead of just a you know, talking energy drink, program. energy drink enthusiasts and cat right. Is, is, is <laughs> yeah. Yes, there's, there's all kinds of well, it's things. It's brilliant, man. It's so good. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and actually, Tiago actually reached out to me today. I think we're doing a stream tonight. Um, so Excellent. if you want to just head on over to the channel, uh, talking ball, just yeah, subscribe, hit the little bell, and uh, you'll you'll be informed uh, whenever we're going live. And like like everyone else, I'm on Twitter. My handle's right there, talking ball one. Um, just yeah, I, I tweet some random crap you know some opinions about <laughs> you know it's the same old stuff but it's fun and it's cool to support each other and like tommy said it's free and it's it's great and chris thank you for having me on these oh, no problem. My pleasure. and uh <laughs> this this lockdown Blah. but yeah you know um thanks again and uh everyone yeah make sure make sure you uh subscribe to all these wonderful people's channels everybody out there because uh we put we put our hearts into it we really do so yeah excellent yeah absolutely yeah hit, hit like hit subscribe here go to the description go on and kits tommy's collins do the same there you know the drill uh both uh twitter handles and uh youtube links for Ankit, tommy and colin up in the description both for the uh, youtube uh, uh stream and the replay and the podcast as well uh i'll be back on monday and back to normal streaming now so uh, fridays half 12 uh mondays 8 p.m over christmas it was all sorts of ad hoc stuff so I, even though i didn't know when the streams were coming they just suddenly turned up but we're back to normal uh yeah let's hope we can beat morecambe a, a comfortable victory no no dramas have players rested ready for wednesday and then we are not out of this i mean it's going to be really tough but we are not out of this. If we're the first 15 minutes, go at them like a train, give them something to think about, nick a goal, get it to 2-1, and then game on. Uh, so until then, come on, you Spurs. Levy spend. Thank you so much for watching, for everybody who participated in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube. Add any comments, suggestions or questions to the comments section on the video. Anybody who's listened to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio-only podcast, you can get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8pm, Fridays, half 12, UK time. Until then, come on, you Spurs!